independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You guys ready for some honesty? I know you guys can handle it. We're going to do all we can to make this show entertaining. But to be honest with you, we are as short time in as it come. <laughs> Producer feels like, I don't know why I came in today. <laughs> Got off. They take a few days off. I'm like, I feel the same, man. <laughs> Chad, but what about, uh, yeah, it's, I'm sorry. I work a lot of hours. I do. Man, I work a ton of hours. And I'm looking around today going, oh, I should have called in. I always know it's time when uh, to take some time off. My 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 uh, producer and my consultant always says when when Chad starts to say, you know, I really don't care about this. <laughs> it's time for a day off. It is so. Well, we're gonna do everything we can to make this show exciting and uh, fresh and new. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna really put our A game forward, and if we're lucky, we'll get a C. <laughs> it's not very nice, Chad. Where should we start? Still continuing on the Lone Insanity program. I love, again, let's go back, right? So he's handing out loans, right? Reducing the debt, blah, blah, blah. I just, in the baloney that's full of it is spectacular. By the way, have you heard the estimates out of the White House? Overnight, the White House press secretary estimates that it could cost the government $24 billion if 75% of eligible loan borrowers participate in this program. But that is low compared to outside estimates that say it could cost the government $500 billion over the course of the next 10 years. Now, I am not an economist, although I have played one on the radio on a few occasions. $25 billion to 500 billion is a large large number like you're not even in the same ballpark either one of you is so bad at your job or you're a liar for political reasons which is possible both of those it's not even close the money's insane Goldman Sachs broke it down, and, and, and to paraphrase it, basically what they say is uh, it may do something for inflation as far as it may hit inflation a little bit, but the effects of it in and itself as far as all the positives, there's eh, none there. There's none. There's none. It could cost the average family a uh, dollar or $35 million. Like, that's what? That's... Let's just say it costs the average family an extra fifteen hundred bucks. I've heard estimates as high as twenty five hundred. You know, in the White House would say, "Oh, it only costs everybody extra a nickel." Still, the insanity when they sit here and I listen to them come out and they talk about stuff. Let's go back a day and remember this: debt cancellation is wildly popular across this country. Two out of three Americans basically say, "Yeah." We need to do it. The big argument among those who think there should be debt cancellation is whether you ought to cancel 100% of it or whether you ought to focus more of the energy on those who need the help the most. The Republicans have got nothing here. So debt cancellation is wildly popular. That was, you know, uh, oh, that's the big argument is how much should we cancel? Like we're going to cancel, but how much should we cancel? Two out of three say it's really a great deal. The third person who's got to pay for the damn thing is thinking, man, what a sucker I am. 
They can't even spin it, no matter how hard they try. As you know, I can't get into politics from here, so I have to be very, very careful. I do want to call, I do want to talk through some polling. Uh, so if you look at the targeted student loan forgiveness, uh, that the announcement that you heard from the Department of Education and the president, it's popular amongst American people. Uh, three recent polls show that the president's proposal, the 10,000K uh, forgiven, is supported by majority of Americans. A couple of polls. The Morning Console political poll in June among 2006 uh, registered voters found 51% support for giving $10,000. Man, they scour the net. Just find me a study that says this is a great idea and that people are behind it. Here's, again, we've never addressed any of the issues. That's the beauty of the world that we live in. Uh, so much, like, I get why people, not, not only is it popular, because, yeah, yeah, I'm getting rid of debt, but here's the other thing. I think a lot of people don't understand how the whole thing works. I think that's a big thing. The second thing is, I think people think, you're taking it back from the college. Like you overcharge these people for their experience and their education. So we're taking that money back from you. But you're not doing that. That money's spent. It is not coming back. The college is not giving their money back. And because of that, you're taking it from taxpayers. And for many of those people who are just the run-of-the-mill people who decided I'm either going to go to a college that's much more affordable, I'm going to go to a college where I'm going to pay as I go kind of thing, or I'm not going to go to college at all, and and for whatever reason, I'm starting a business or you know, it just wasn't the path I wanted to take, or you went to a trade school, it's a slap in your face. I, I, I said yesterday, imagine this, going to a place like, because remember a lot of people are going to college, right? And... They're going to college. They're living the life. It's the, it's all the things. And and now they're, you know, it's it's, they're okay. They're not struggling. They're 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 middle class, upper middle class, and then some. Now imagine this: you're a bus boy or a bus lady or a buser. I don't even know what you call them now because I don't want to offend anybody. And you are bussing the table at Morton's. And the people eating their big steak dinner said, good news. We got great news. You're like, what's that? The meal is free for us, but you got to pay for it. Oh. Well, that wouldn't seem fair. Mm -mm. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. And I, I, and I, it's wildly popular, Chad. It is. But when you talk to a lot of people who say it's wildly popular, they also, people who are honest to themselves say, It's still my debt. And I did agree to it. And then when I hear people send me, you know, emails, well, what about so-and-so took out, you know, uh, uh, PPAL, you know, PPP loans? And, and, and I'm like, yeah, but the difference is, is you took out a loan because you were forced to shut your business. Nobody for, they're like, look, you're going to stay in your house and you're never going to leave. Or you got to sign this loan and go to college and have fun. Choice is yours. That didn't happen. It didn't. So the PPP loan, which, by the way, also government, and yeah, they forgave. Why? Because they shut your business down. It's not the same thing. It's not. Stop trying to, to equate the two. It's not the same. 
323-538-2423. At Chad Pension Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A lot of stuff to get to today. Are they going to raid? Are they going to release the documents at some point? Yeah. How did how redacted are they going to be? I don't know. Pretty redacted, I'm assuming. Anthony's been sending us stuff for the last 24 hours. It's just ridiculous. Just like one straight line in the middle that says ketchup. <laughs> so it's a black line. Ketchup. And then the black line. A lot of people I've, you know, talked to in the last, you know, uh, really since this thing began has been going, ah, it's just... The the grounds of the raid itself and the national archives and a lot of this stuff, the preservation, eh, they, they, it's 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 a little murky, and also the big murky side of the whole. Could he classify, declassify? This is you know, I mean, there is a way that things have been done, but nothing is set in stone, so. But people are all a flutter. And again, if you'd use that word espionage, it works. It works. Ooh, espionage. <laughs> Trump tried to sell everything. And if you're if you're Biden today, aren't you hoping and praying that there's something that comes out of this that changes the fact that you tried to buy votes? The only thing that could be any more transparent is if you would have said, okay, and the, the student loan repayment doesn't begin until the Wednesday after November's election. <laughs> then it would have been like, okay, you're not even trying now. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Man, if you always wanted to have uh, menstrual cramps, now's a chance for you to try it because, as we know, men can have them. They can't. Oh, I can't. I forgot about that freaking biology. Bunch of idiots. We're talking about that. Plus, Joe Rogan had on the robot that is Mark Zuckerberg. Meta Zuckerberg. Some interesting things that he talked about, including the FBI and the whole Hunter Biden thing. Oh, the Hunter Biden thing. Here we go. Yeah. You know, remember, if 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 you think there wasn't politics at play, looking at even the raid at Miralago and that the FBI, for whatever reason, and that 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 they couldn't have done something, eh, you you you're fooling yourself on whether or not. Oh, this is information, disinformation, Russian information. Says who? Well, the FBI. Where do you hear this? Crazy. Plus, the one of the heirs of the BMW family sums up what a lot of people, I think, believe and how it's not getting more traction is uh, is kind of amazing. It really, really is. Uh, this portion of the program is brought to you by BetterHelp. You feel like your brain can need a little jump start, a little something, something. That's what BetterHelp's all about. Online therapy, way more affordable than in-person therapy. Uh, within 48 hours of doing an online questionnaire, guess what happens? You're paired with a therapist. And the beauty of this online therapy is if you don't want to see them, you want to talk to them, you don't have to. They do, uh, you know, therapy for video, phone, even a live chat therapy session. 
if you would like that. And it's been doing wonders for, for my stepdaughter. Uh, and it is, it's great because she, she's on the spectrum a little bit and it's just, it's been a very good thing. And I'm telling you guys, everybody can use a little something, something. There's a reason they call it a mental health day. So why not try better help? Get yourself in the right frame. Support your brain right now. 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Benson. Better com slash Benson for 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. You stink like fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> Ruben! What? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it. Some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Ukraine's nuclear agency sounding the alarm on that situation at Europe's largest nuclear power plant, which disconnected from the grid yesterday for the first time in history. Petro Cotton saying emergency backup diesel generators were able to restore power to the plant. What's the likelihood that it's going to happen again? Well, this is one step from, from radiation emergency, actually. So if uh, diesel, diesel is just last defense. Satellite images show smoke near the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant where Ukrainian regulators say Russian shelling knocked all six of the plant's reactors offline. I just have a sense that this is going to end poorly. <laughs> Does anybody else feel like this is this is uh, this is not going to end well? well? What do you mean you guys are kind of depowered? Who fixes this? How does that go? Well, if you, you know, I mean, we're six months into this thing. Here's who fixes it. The people that want to get their butts back there because it's a vast majority have already bounced. And some of the ones that are there, well, they're not there because they want to be. It is scary. Satellite images show smoke near the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. So you got the smoke coming up from there, right? And you're looking around, you're like, yeah, that's smoke. So I'm really not getting what that means, right? Because this is a war zone so you know like is what part of this is part because remember they came over the loudspeaker <laughs> one of the days they're like stop shooting at the uh, nuclear reactors please please if you guys could shoot somewhere else this be big bomb kind of thing there's not a lot of people there they've had to call back some people if they can. President Zelensky reiterating the seriousness of this threat, saying, Russia has put Ukraine and all Europeans in a situation one step away from a radiation disaster. And in a call with President Biden, the two leaders discussed the situation on the ground, both calling for the plant to return to Ukrainian control. Read a couple good articles about that. We didn't give them a lot at first because we didn't think they were going to survive for much more than a few, you know, like five days maybe. So they were running out of shells and ammunition early on because we're like, they're not going to survive. They can't get their asses handed to them. Let's not give them a bunch of stuff that'll end up in the hands of the Russians. That's stupid. And then they're like, oh, oh we're going to need some because they're, they're apparently better than we thought they were. Yeah, they're holding on. Now, how much longer is the last? That's a good question. 
but they are holding on because numera- uh, numerical advantage will come into play at some point in time. But to beat the numerical advantage, you ha- it's an act of attrition. Can I make it so uncomfortable for you to be here that while your numerical advantage would easily beat us eventually, the reality is I don't have to hold you off forever. I have to hold you off long enough for your people to be over this. For enough body bags of your young men and women come home that the parents, the family members, your countrymen and women say, okay, we've had enough. There's nothing in this anymore. Because if it's a, a quote-unquote politically nothing could happen at home, then, no, eventually he's going to push through and win because you would just run out of people. So your goal is not to, 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 to make it last forever. Your goal is to get it through to politically it's untenable for Putin. That's not happening anytime soon. 323-538-2423. It's Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Hello. I was on the is it Blender Bot Three? Have you guys seen that? That's the AI that they got out there in the old. Uh, I think it's the Meta one. You got Google's. Got, everybody's got their own AI bot, and it's not meant to be a bot. It's meant to be a bot where you can chat with it, like human. And the AI is not perfect. Because it's designed by humans. But I tell you what, you know, they're talking about how some of them have gone off the rails. I think it was, was it Tay that was the Microsoft one that within 48 hours it had become anti-Semitic and it was praising Adolf Hitler. This Blend Bot or Blender Bot 3, uh, within a few hours of talking politics, it was, you know, it was like, of course Trump won. He will continue to be president. It was just so funny. and it, and it, it But it also called Mark Zuckerberg... <laughs> manipulative and creepy so here's something he's designed and he's like oh yeah, yeah he's totally manipulative and creepy well that manipulative and creepy cat was on with joe rogan which is interesting to say the least here's the one thing about marcus you don't have to like him you don't have to do a lot i don't think a lot of people do he's he's guarded he's odd uh he's full of crap at times uh, because he, he's his he's so his want to show nothing, nothing about any 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 anything about his human side. It's kind of he reminds me a little bit of like Hillary. Like even when there's a chuckle, it feels like it's because he wants to be. He's all business. Right, like that's the thing that matters to him. Uh, but it was interesting. Could it have gone? 
I don't know what you do with Zuckerberg because I mean Zuckerberg doesn't I mean when the when the government calls him in it's he won't even do it under oath so that says a lot but uh, still interesting. I don't think that this stuff is black and white or that you're ever going to have like a perfect AI system. Um, I think it's all trade-offs all the way down, right? And it's and you could either you could build a system and you can either be overly aggressive and capture a higher percent of the bad guys, but then also by accident take out some number of good guys. Or you could be a little more lenient, um, say, okay, no, the cost of taking out any number of good guys is too high, so we're going to tolerate having, you know, just a, a little bit more bad guys on the on the system. These are values questions. Yeah, and remember, a lot of AI, the whole thing is 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 it's supposed to pick up certain things, certain key phrases, certain words, and 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 he's like, ah, you know what, we we. <sighs> We'd rather have catching one person who's done nothing wrong and and tossing them might be too much. And but we're gonna have to the disinformation. It's just there's there's so much of it out there. There is. And to leave it to a bot rather than saying, look, here's strictly the rules. Let's not change it. The bot is we're it was always going to bots it was always going to be part of ai i mean that that's that's the, the thing in life i mean my god we played a song two three days ago from an ai musician a virtual musician that sounded as good at quality wise as anything that was out there and it had a deal with capital records i don't know how you have a deal with capital records if you're virtual but still when we take down something that we're not supposed to that is like that's the worst i mean that's like discern how do you know whether someone's real or not like this is the big argument with elon Mm -hmm. and twitter because elon asked twitter like what percentage of your website is filled with bots and they say five percent and he says i don't believe you i think it's higher yeah so i mean i think estimating the overall prevalence is is one thing but i think that the question of you know looking at a page and is this page authentic i think that there's a bunch of signals around that yeah, that's fair. I mean, I know. I mean, how many of you guys get at least one or two friend requests a week? And you're like, who is this person? And you know it's not that person. Uh, there's bots out there. People have stolen. There, there's, there's, we, we, to me, I'm more worried about the information on the side of it. Because I want to be able to make my own judgment based on stuff if something if i care enough about a subject if i care enough about a a you know a, a politician or whatever i should do more of the research than just memes and some stories on facebook am i right or is that just asking too much i i think it probably it sucks though i think in the same way that probably having to go through like a criminal trial but being proven innocent in the end sucks. Like it still sucks to have have like that you had to go through a criminal trial, but at the end you're free. I didn't get into this to basically judge those things. I got into this to design technology that helps people connect. It's this whole thing that's like arbitrating what is okay and what is not. I, I obviously have to be involved in that because this is at some level, you know, I run the company and and I, I can't just abdicate that. But but I, I also don't think as a matter of governance, you want all of that decision-making vested in one individual no i mean you know because you you you're you're everything you're the dictator you're the king you're the you're the you're the giver of life you're all of those things that's what a dictatorship is right that's that's exactly what that is and then he got into the hunter biden stuff 
which was interesting. So remember the Hunter Biden story. If you guys don't know what that is, because many of you yell at me and tell me all the time, oh, why didn't I focus on enough of this stuff? Uh, The Hunter Biden story was interesting, and the story itself became more interesting because what Hunter did, like who's the big guy and all that kind of stuff, the reality of we know who the big guy is. And politics is nasty and dirty, and nobody ever wants to look at their side as if their side's ever done anything wrong. And, you know, it was all about Trump and his kids. And he's like, yeah, you know, okay, fine. That's fair of you. That's the game you want to play. What about Biden? Wow, we're not picking that bad. It's disinformation. But it wasn't. And then it became more interesting because it wasn't disinformation. And indeed, it was real. And then the FBI got involved. There was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York Post. Yeah, we had that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team. It was like, hey, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. Well, I mean, you would have been vigilant anyways because you got hammered for all of the Cambridge analytics and and all of the stuff before. So I'm sure you were going to be somewhat vigilant, right? You didn't need the FBI to come to you, which is kind of a weird thing, right? A lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a hyper-political issue. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much. But right. but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still view as a legitimate institution in this country, it's a very professional law enforcement, they come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something, then I want to take that seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, I, no, I, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it was. It basically fit the pattern. Mm, mm. Still, it just makes you think, right? So when you hear about the raided Mirror Lago and the FBI, and 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 even him, it was like forcing. I still believe they're a legitimate organization. That makes it feel like what you still like. You're having trouble. You're forcing yourself. You blew it. You had a chance. Here's the one thing, though. Sharing the story was what people were able to do. They were able to share the story. And because of the sharing, it got out. That was the interesting part of it. Oh, yeah, that is. Let's go back a ways. A little retro time. Mark Zuckerberg is a smart guy who's very ambitious. I think there's a big difference. Yeah. And when Zuckerberg's quote that I read recently, that what's good for the world is not necessarily good for Facebook, I'm like, that's it. Shut it down. He said that? Yeah. Wow. So burn it to the ground. It's interesting. And, you know, he's not as, like, when you have Elon in there, you know, he might smoke some weed with you. He's a fun guy. Right, as robotic and odd as he is, uh, Zuckerberg is not that. Like, there's no drinking, there's no partying, there's none of the things. It's just very much like you're in, like you're interviewing <laughs> a robot. 
Is it a racist robot, Chad? He spent a lot of money helping to get rid of Trump. I mean, I'll tell you what, you go into and check out the the amount of money that he spent in the last election, and you want to talk about stuff. So wait a minute, you can you can decide who gets to disseminate information on your platform, uh, and you arbitrarily are able to do certain things like that, and then you get to decide what even is a legitimate story or not, even if it is. Because if you feel that the greater good is destroying this guy. That's your goal. And again, I'm not a big fan of Trump. I think a lot of people, if you asked him, if you could get Trump like person back in the White House with zero of the Trump isms and the late night tweets and stuff, I think a lot of people jump at that, even Trump supporters. Yesterday, one of the heirs of BMW said, We must do everything in our power, Europe, to make sure that Trump is never elected again. I mean, you're not, you're not even pretending at this point. You know, which makes you think some people think, well, the greater good is worth it all. Makes you think a little bit. So that's why I want to hear. It's so funny. I, I Somebody said to me the other day, you know, the same people that will look and say cops are dirty, right? They're dirty. Cops can be dirty and, and they can do horrible things. Look at the whole Breonna Taylor thing. They lied. They lied. They lied. And then when it gets to the FBI, those same people. Oh, no, they could be t- totally upstanding. They would never have any anything but the... It's just a different thing. They're different people. Oh, okay. So the ones below can lie, if you will, at the state level. But the federal level, they're totally above board. And they would never do anything like that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Omaha Steaks. Delicious. Amazing. 100% money-back guarantee. If you don't like your steaks, you're an idiot. Uh, I think we know that. You send them back. You're going to love your steaks. You're going to love your steaks and your pork chops and your air-chilled boneless chicken breast and your caramel apple tartlets and your 12 free Omaha Steak Burgers. Because you're going to go to omahasteaks.com. You're going to have a chance to get your all-American package right there. That's what that was, your fillets. Or just build your own perfect menu package. And get 12 free Omaha steak burgers. And I said, 100% money back guarantee. Unconditional. If you don't like it, you send it back. It's that simple. It is that simple. So what are you waiting for? Enjoy the weather. Enjoy the time out that's still available to us in the sunshine and a little bit longer days as they start to wind down. And especially as we head into this Memorial, I mean, Memorial Labor Day weekend, this is it. Like, this is our last go-go until Thanksgiving. And, man, it's great. So take advantage. Save big and 100% money-back guarantee. Best steaks around, omahasteak.com. So you go there, omahasteaks.com. Type in keyword Benson right in the search bar. You'll have your choice of the All-American Assortment and the Build Your Own Perfect menu package. Last night, I had a little pork chops, and it was delicious because I did my Build My Own Perfect menu, and it was just like, I just want pork chops. And burgers. I love the burgers. omahasteaks.com, keyword Benson, omahasteaks.com, keyword Benson. Chad Benson Show. Me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show. Hi. 
I'm Megan. Megan Markle's new podcast, Archetypes, just dropped on Tuesday, and it's already the number one podcast on Spotify, thanks in part to a big-name guest. Serena Williams. Markle's rise to the top knocks Joe Rogan's podcast to the second spot. The Joe Rogan experience has consistently, but not always, been number one in its three years with Spotify, even while battling controversy. Markle's podcast also tops a new Game of Thrones show about the new prequel, House of the Dragon, which debuted in third. Do I think it's going to stay there? How many times is she going to do? Didn't they sign this contract a couple years ago and it took them this long to put a podcast together? Yeah, I don't expect it to to, to sit there uh, for for that long. This might be the only one you get. Here's the one thing. Joe Rogan's consistent three, four times, sometimes five times a week. We may not get another one from Megan for six months. <laughs> What'd that cost him? Right. Didn't Netflix give them a bunch of money, too, for whatever they're doing? I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. I just, mm, it's a good gig, man. I saw yesterday, speaking of podcasts, was it was it Ben Shapiro showed up at a convention for podcasters? At the Podcast Movement Convention. I had never heard of this until yesterday when I actually sent an email to the lady that does all of our that, that handles all my sales <laughs> and i got a bounce back and and said hey uh, i'm at the podcast movement convention in 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 dallas and i'll be back apparently there's this big podcast movement convention so in the daily uh is he the caller or the daily wire i think it's the wire i think it's the daily oh. wire Okay, so he, they had a booth, right? Yeah, it's the wire, you're right. Daily Wire, a content production company, podcast network that he founded, right, uh, after he took off from Breitbart. So they had a booth there, and he had to apologize. People were apologizing on his behalf, uh, which made, because it made people uncomfortable. <laughs> what? Here's what they wrote. Hi, folks. We owe you an apology before sessions kick off today. Yesterday afternoon, Ben Shapiro briefly visited PM22 Expo area, the Daily Wire booth. Though he was not registered or expected, we take full responsibility for the harm done by his presence. What do you think about that for a second? We're going to get into it more next hour. Obviously, because they had a booth there. He owns the company. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. My God, what the hell is wrong with us? Probably not a lot to watch. That's why. This weekend, you're invited. You should come. I would love to. The scary thriller, The Invitation, starring Game of Thrones' Natalie Emanuel, is expected to top the new releases at the box office this weekend, though it's not expected to make much, tracking at less than $10 million on what could be one of the slowest weekends of the year. Also new in theaters, George Miller's Dark Fantasy, 3,000 Years of Longing, and John Boyega's Breaking. Streaming. I get some me time. Me time. Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg star in the comedy Me Time, and Apple TV Plus debuts the final season of Jason Momoa's C. Yeah. Uh, not a lot. Is it Samaritan? I thought Samaritan was out this weekend. That's the new uh, Stallone Mabobber. Right? You know, because he's getting a divorce from his wife. And you know it's going bad when you decide to put your 
your old dog's portrait tattooed over your wife's face. So you feel that maybe this relationship isn't going the way they thought. Over under that he has another girlfriend and will have a child within the next year. Even odds, you think? Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. China may be having money troubles, but billionaire Luen Jian doesn't. It's very interesting. And I remember when it happened. And now stuff is coming out about it. It happened in 2016. This guy's done this on several occasions. He has the American Express Centurion card. He puts all of his major purchases on this, including a $170 million. Is it Mogiliani? Amadeo Mogiliani painting on it. He put a $36 million cup on it, tiny porcelain cup. From the Ming Dynasty. This is the holy grail of Chinese porcelain. So, uh, why did he do it? You guys ready for this? For frequent flyer miles. That's what he said. He has enough. This is spectacular. They're talking about what he has. Uh, He has enough frequent flyer miles for him and his flam- family to fly for, <laughs> apparently, uh, ever free. That is that is some stuff right there. Like, you got that kind of money? That is insane. He has 2 billion points or 132 million frequent flyer miles. It entitles the, just to give you guys an understanding, basically for the next, you know, several years all of the group and all of his entire family can take a plane for free and go back and forth between london and new york all day and it wouldn't dent his miles oh man not bad for a guy who used to be a taxi driver i don't know what he did but he's doing something right i'll tell you that right i'll tell you that you know, last hour, if you missed your show, grab the podcast because you're foolish. Don't do it. We're talking about the whole Ben Shapiro thing. If you guys didn't hear, Ben caused this huge controversy. I mean, it was a massive controversy. He was at a place. Oh, yeah. Well, tell me more, Chad. What else? So he's at a place. What happens? He's at a place. Yeah, he's at a place. And and so when he punched somebody, did he did he did he drop the end bomb? Right? Is he being anti-Semitic again? He says with tongue in cheek, knowing he's. You know, I mean, what? I mean, he, man, tell me, man, let it out. He was out of place. <laughs> that was it. Just there. His presence alone. 
his presence alone at a place apparently upset people enough. The podcast movement, which was in Dallas at the Big Expo, they said, hi, folks, we owe you an apology before sessions kick off for the day. Yesterday afternoon, Ben Shapiro briefly visited PM22 Expo area near the Daily Wire booth. Let's see. Producer Phil, remind me, does he have anything to do with the Daily Wire? Nature will mess you up. Wait a minute. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Basically. He, uh, he, uh, he owns it. He's the co-founder. Owns it. It's his jam. That's his thing. Right? So I have my companies, right? And before we have booth place, you know, here's a booth. And uh, and I showed up. You're like, I'm uncomfortable. You showed up. Why are you here? I'm like, well, I own that company. Oh. So uh, they said, though he was not registered or expected, we take full re- responsibility for the harm done by his his feet, for the ninja kicks, for 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 the punching, for the biting. For the for the the axe tossing. Oh no! It says his presence. What? What do you mean his presence? How how is his presence that disturbing to you? Those who called this unacceptable are right. They continued on in nine wonderful years, growing and celebrating this medium. PM has made mistakes. The pain caused by this one will always stick with us. We promise that sponsors will be more carefully considered moving forward. Just to clarify, no TDW representatives were scheduled to appear on panels. And Shapiro remained in the common space and did not have a badge. If you have questions, we're here to talk. Thank you for reading, and we hope you'll continue to join us from here on out. If you're one of those people that was felt that you were harmed by a presence, this wasn't an evil presence. It's not like they walk in the room and they go, I sense an evil presence. What? What do you mean? What do you mean? This is this isn't that, right? It's not like, don't look, don't look, dude, don't look, don't look. Like, a hell's angel could have walked in there yesterday. Fetty Wap could have walked in there yesterday, and people like, oh my God, it's Fetty Wap. That guy's cool. I did like Trap Queen. I'm not going to lie to you. That song, song was good. They'd be sell, man, that's great. Fetty Wap, woo! He's going to a prison for a minimum of five years for numerous drugs. I believe it's weapon charges, which he's pled guilty to. You wouldn't be disturbed by his presence. Nor should you be. I'm just saying. Right? Hell's Angel walks in. Like, that's interesting. I didn't know they had a podcast. I was that's interesting. But you're disturbed by the five foot nothing little guy. Did you think he was gonna do something? This is uh, how do you live with yourself? I mean, how do you get around uh uh and I love by the way. I love the fact that it's a podcast movement where many people have shifted to podcasts. We've talked about it in a serious way. Like, yes, you could podcast the show. But we've talked about the podcasting thing in general because you're a little bit more open and free. 
the, the reality is, is, isn't this a thing where you are able to have your opinions? You're a movement that's supposed to be about your thoughts and, 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 and stuff, and you freak out about it? One person writes, out of the thousands that have hammered their sights, uh, you sound like complete insane people. What in the world is wrong with you? Is this a joke? You couldn't tolerate Ben freaking Shapiro? Are you a child? An anti-Semite, anti-Semitic child? How do you function in society if you can't tolerate Ben Shapiro? Well, that's not very nice. Another person writes, what numbed nut blank hat got a hold of this Twitter account to put out such a pearl-clutching, navel-gazing, virtue-signaling drivel? Truth. Another person, I love this one, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> oh, my God, that is so funny. How is... How do you function? Another person put it simply, you accepted their money. And I can pretty much guarantee you, outside of... Outside of if Rogan or maybe Corolla's was there... He was probably the biggest company, right? Maybe the Blaze, but I doubt it. One person writes, Daily, Riot, uh, Daily Wire was registered. Shapiro was not. Shapiro crashed the event without registration and wants to cry canceled when entitled at mask are a grievance uh, as a grievement. The end. No, it's not that. What if he just showed up and bought a ticket and went in? Could he have uh could he have done that? I mean honestly, like what if I what if I go to a sporting event and Ben Shapiro's there? What explain to me what my reaction should be. Do I get garlic? Maybe get a cross? Maybe uh, uh I just want to know how do I protect myself from the vampires? He he's not a vampire. I just, I don't get it. Man, there's a lot of people, even some people I see here on the left, who are like, you guys deserve to lose your business over this. My goodness. Just, that is, I'm, I'm trying to fathom it. What a strange thing you would do at your own business. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Hello, Fresh. Not going to lie to you guys, I did not eat Hello Fresh this morning. I had a donut. God, it was delicious. But back to Hello Fresh tonight, because, you know, one of the things I love about Hello Fresh is the portion size. The food is fresh, it's delicious, the taste is incredible, it's easy to make, but it's portioned perfectly which I love. So we did have meatloaves with sweet chili glaze, and I'm looking here, and tonight we're going to have the bacon buckaroo burger with loaded potatoes. I'm pretty excited about that, and you will love this. So how do I know what I'm making tonight? Well, because we've already decided what I'm going to have. 
We pull it out. It's got the little uh, card tells you exactly how to make it. And the instructions are easy. I mean, you you would you would have to. It's idiot proof, but fresh. I'm talking about so fresh. Less than a week. It's from food to table. Think about how amazingly fresh that is. It is incredible. And the portion and the app is great, too, because I went on the app because next week we're going to be traveling and the place we're going doesn't have any like, you know, uh, there's no kitchen facilities or anything like that. So we paused it, which is fine. So I'll get a, a few days of, of, of food for next week. But then the rest of it we paused. That's how easy it is right now. 16 free meals with HelloFresh plus three free gifts across seven boxes. The most meal in any kit you're going to find, 55 each week. Right now, this is what you do. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16 to get those 16 free meals, three free gifts. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. Chad Benson Show. don't get into politics. As an ordinary suburban housewife, you feel a little disrespected. I teach my children not to name call. You are a flabberman! A flabberman! Come on, man! Um, guys, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? Chad Benson. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending. Our weekend is trending, I know that. The Invitation. It's a movie. Surprising as a thriller, but oft-told vampire tale. National Dog Day. Samaritan, another movie that is out, but that's on Amazon starring Osvaldo Load. Yep, 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 yep. Shia LaBeouf. He just did a movie, and he's now converted to Christianity. And uh, he played Father Pio, uh, that will be coming out soon. Very interesting. I watched a documentary uh, a few weeks back about him. Very interesting guy. Mike Tyson's Hulu. Definitely continuing uh, uh, to tread. Uh, so is Joe E. Tata. You don't remember him, but if you're older, you might remember him. I know well, he, he played is. Nat in all 10 seasons of uh, 90210. Oh, yeah. Remember that. Yeah. Welcome to Wrexham is trending. That is the uh, Anthony asked me yesterday if I'd seen it. It is the. It's a really interesting documentary about Ryan Reynolds and Rob uh, uh, McEnany, who is the star of uh, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and the co-creator and everything, buying Wrexham, a small team in England. And I watched the first episode yesterday. It was very, very, very good. The Winchesters are also trending on Google. That is the prequel to Supernatural. And it looks very interesting. I watched the trailer yesterday for that. Head on over to Twitter. Uh, lots of Trump stuff out there. Lots of Trump stuff. Oh, Fed says they're signaling that they're going to raise rates potentially for quite a while. 
until they can see a slowdown in 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 certain areas within the economy, meaning jobs. It's a real big one. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, as soon as they get that, well, then they'll be able to do some stuff. Corn Pop's trending. What Corn Pop do? You know, he's a bad dude. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness me. And 183 housing markets could see homes uh, prices slump by a, as much as 20%. This was in Fortune magazine yesterday. The degree of which regional home prices are overvalued or undervalued in 2020, according to Moody's. I live in an area of definite overvaluation. No doubt about it. That being said, it's not as bad as what took place in 2008, where, you know, I, I went out with a guy who's is a local client here, and he does homes for a living, and he's like, you guys, people had no idea, you know, who've come from outside of here. There are houses up to, like, four or five years ago, you could buy some of these houses here were still in the, you know, Fifty, seventy thousand dollar range. Now they're going for four or five hundred thousand. Like sweet mother of goodness. Yeah, it was crazy. It's going to fall. I'd say about five to ten percent. I don't think we're going to see a massive collapse nationwide unless something crazy happens, which is a possibility. But you're not going to see what you saw in two thousand eight. That's for sure. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. This here be the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Happy short timer day for us. It's Friday. I have a pretty short time now. We got a uh, we take days off here at the much needed rest and relaxation station part of the week for us. I was yesterday. I said, "Are you sure, guys? It's not Friday? No, it's Thursday. Friday all day today. I'll tell you that right now." But uh, God, man, what it, it is. See, normally we've talked about like the 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 doldrums of the summer in the world of 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 politics and whatnot. There, uh, but particularly now because everything that comes at us is a thousand miles an hour and it's bigger and it just seems like, uh, and then finally when there is a uh, like a letdown or whatever you want to call it, just like we're it's time to relax, take a deep breath. It it feels like there's just nothing going on. There was a lot done this week. We gave away a bunch of free money. It's fantastic. Guys, it's really popular. <laughs> I know. I know it's really popular. It's very, very popular to hand out free money to everybody, uh, except if they have to pay it back. If you if you were told, hey, we're going to give out free money, 
and we're going to forget, you know, well, we forgave people's debts. That is, you would go, how do you forgive somebody your debt? Now, if it's your money, right? So if, if it's you and you want to forgive somebody who owes you money, that's fine, right? Like that's, that's my debt. If it's a company and it was their money and it's going into their pocket, but it's the country giving, essentially saying, "Hey, we're 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 forgiving people these debts." I like how to say, "It's debt forgiveness." Except uh, they're going to be handling the check over there, so it's really not debt forgiveness. You go to a restaurant and you eat a dinner; somebody's paying for it. Yeah, it's true. And that was a big deal this week. And I love how they say, hey, guys, let me tell you about this, okay? I want you guys to understand something. This is going to cost us nothing. I mean, it isn't. I mean, the White House came out today and, and spun it like it's it's almost like it's free. Overnight, the White House press secretary estimates that it could cost the government $24 billion if 75% of the eligible loan borrowers participate in this program. But that is low compared to outside estimates that say it could cost the government $500 billion over the course of the next 10 years. Are you not good at your job? But that's government, right? Government, this is the beauty of government. doesn't matter who's in power. Is when they come up with an idea. And they're like, okay, if everything goes right, it's like the end of Happy Gilmore when he's putting and a thing has fallen and he can't take relief. And he's got, so if I put it through here and it goes, like that is government. And you still have to jump through hoops. That's the other thing. What do you mean it's just not forgiven? Like, I thought you went, it's forgiven. Now you have to go and you have to apply in the whole nine yards. So it's either $25 billion or closer to $900 billion. Well, which is it? Somewhere between there. Good luck to you, kids. Good luck. My goodness me. 323-538-2423. But, Chad, stop it. It's a very popular. Guys, it's popular. Free money is popular. Man, would you do this or would you not do this? Have you thought to yourself, I would always like to find out what it's like to have cramps. We're going to talk about the device that's out there that's giving men the opportunity to feel what it's like to have cramps. Oh, I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, it's an odd thing. Speaking of odd, we'll do that in a little bit. Uh, Noblesville has a store that some aren't too happy with. The owners of My Inner Baby say they are an FDA-licensed medical facility, but the city of Noblesville doesn't see it that way. They sent this second cease and desist order after the Board of Zoning agreed the store was violating their zoning district. The city's attorney has argued that since we're using the letters ABDL uh, and others in our marketing, that we are thereby marketing everything as a sex shop. So... Well, why would it be if you're an FDA-approved facility? So what exactly? I'm not quite sure. Uh, well, you know what? It's First of all, what do you guys sell again? My inner baby sells adult diapers as well as clothing for adults that mimics that of children's clothing. Recently, the city of Noblesville issued them a cease and desist, claiming that they're violating their zoning ordinance. 
Okay, so you sell adult diapers. Oh, I get this. I get this. You guys are a fetish shop. That's what you guys are. The city says this is a sex shop, while my inner baby says they provide medical devices to people who need them. We have many customers that do use it for medical needs, and that's the biggest thing. We don't distinguish. We don't ask our customers, hey, what are you coming in here for? It's how can we help? Well, when you go in there and you buy a, a giant, you know, as we'd call them in England, a dummy or a binky or what, we kind of know what you're about. <laughs> I'm not trying to say anything mean, uh, but it they do sell other things, right? It's not just for fetish. It is a medical supply store. Um, there's a lot of people like myself that have bladder issues. Um I do wear incontinence uh, supplies due to um, my bladder being paralyzed. So I come here because this is actually a really good place to go, and it's better than what Walmart sells. While Clinton uses the medical supplies sold at My Inner Baby, she also enjoys the clothes. She says she uses it as a way to cope with her mental health issues. I don't want to be an adult today. I'm going to put on a onesie. I'm just going to watch cartoons, and I'm going to take a break. So it is very therapeutic for me. So... Hmm. The acronym ABDL stands for Adult Baby Diaper Lovers, which in some cases can be considered a fetish. I'm thinking that's a fetish. That's just me. But at the end of the day, the question is simply... Are you hurting people? I mean, I'm assuming the medical supply probably is the vast majority of your business, even though, uh, yes, you've catered to some of the other folk. But the owners maintain they aren't hurting anyone or breaking any rules. So they plan on fighting the city in court. This is not a sex shop, and we're not going to be bullied. Um, you don't get to tell us your morals uh, don't fit what we're doing. So uh, we're going to stand and, and we're going to fight back. They're going to stand, they're going to fight back, and they're not going to take it. Yeah, I don't think they should. I, I do find it weird. Right? We go from one thing that's odd to this. Old-timey, yes. Legal, I think, in about a third of the country, even though I doubt any of those states know it's legal. An old school discipline method is returning to some Missouri schools. Corporal punishment. Administrators say it would be the last resort for parents and faculty members if other means of discipline do not work. It's something that uh, we don't uh, anticipate using frequently. This is an opt-in only option for parents. So anyone who disagrees with uh, corporal punishment, uh, they simply do nothing by not opting in. I saw the story I was flipping around yesterday, and it was like the the cover photo was a obviously older than high school woman kind of bending over a table and being spanked. And I thought, I don't know if that's it. <laughs> and so I touched on this yesterday briefly, and my, my on-air partner and I here for my local show, he's like, would you do this? You know, and I said... I wouldn't opt in in today's world uh, because I, there's, I, first of all, no. I mean, there's no needs. My my kids are pretty damn well behaved. Uh, 
But I got spanked or swatted, whatever the hell it was. You can't use swat anymore, right? Swatted is when somebody says that something's going to happen bad at a house and the SWAT team shows up. This is different. This is uh, this is discipline, spanking, uh, paddling. I I got it a lot. And I deserved it, too. Did you feel it was wrong? No, I deserved it. I wasn't a bad kid. But I was fun. And I was wild. And, uh, and I got it. See, Jack would never need this because Jack is my my son. Jack is a rule fanatic. He is by the book, by the rules. If we're playing a game, he wants to read all the rules. Like he is, that's his jam. Charlie, a beautiful four-year-old, turns four today. She, I wouldn't let them hit her. And I said, look, and if. And there's a dis and there's a difference too between being, you know, paddled and like the nuns, right? Because you've always heard the story: the nuns walking around and they rattle your knuckles or stuff like that. That that's a much different uh, thing than what they're talking about here. I just, today's world, I don't know if you need it. And you're opting in, but maybe if you've got a kid that's hard to discipline, maybe if you're a a single parent. And your kid is out of control, and maybe you've tried everything else. You've exhausted, and you're exhausted. Everything. You just, maybe. But the rule is, obviously, you're not breaking skin. You're not leaving a mark. And there's no pinch hitter. There's no DH. You you, you can't have the guy come in. It's like, oh, yeah, the gym coach is going to do it. No, 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 no. I think you have one, and that's it. Because that was the, uh, you know, that's always kind of the worry thing, too. Because my mom, again, I got, I went to a private school. It's a very, uh, I tried to say it, like, like the, they were Baptist, and they were very serious in their being Baptists. They were like, I'm like, they are taking this very seriously. <laughs> As you could tell, it did not go well for me. And I got, you know, I got swatted a couple times, and I laughed. He tried not to. I watched the Waltons, not the Waltons, Little House of Prayer the other day, and it was the, they had to find a new teacher because Miss Beetle maybe was having trouble with some of the older boys who, would, who were getting ready to come back from the field because they'd been planting for the last five months and that they were a bit stronger and bigger than her. So they brought this guy in, and, he swatted one of the kids on the hand that had just come in from the field, and he started laughing and said, "You hit like a girl." Yeah, it was kind of like that. Like, you know, but I tell you what, I deserved it all. But I, if if they would have broke skin on me, oh, my dad would have went down there and killed him. They would have, they would have. But I deserved what I got. I I'm the first one to stand up and say that. Although I will say this, one of my teachers, and I won't say her name, Mrs. Poiser, was the worst. She was. And you know who you are, and you're awful if you're still alive. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Would you opt in? Would you opt your kid in to corporal punishment? Love to hear from you. Raycon, best earbuds around. I've got my Raycons charged up tomorrow at this time. I'll still be sleeping. But I will be out for golf at some point in time, and I'll be working uh, and and enjoying my next several days, uh, working on my golf game and listening through 
all these amazing, you know, things that I listen to, like books on tape, which is incredible, uh, which is really books on electronic waves. It is awesome. But what I love about my Raycons is as I finish up here today and I've got some more voiceovers to do, I'll be editing in my isolation. Then I flip them out and go straight into awareness mode where I can hear everything around me. And it is great. Eight hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life, the best earbuds around. Price starts about 50% cheaper than other premium earbuds. Well under 100 bucks. Right now, get yours. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Extra 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Buyraycon.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. All right, Phil, I want you to guess who you think is doing this impression of Trump. Listen to this. There are two great people on both sides. I know Harry O. He's a great person. He couldn't vote for me at the time. Now he can vote for me once he gets out. I love Snoop D.O.W.G. Great person. So do you love Death Row Records? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. What's your favorite Death Row record on, Mr. Trump? All of them. Don't try to pin me down. I see what he just... Excuse me. Fake news. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. They tried to give me the virus. <laughs> I beat the virus. <laughs> All right. Who do you think that is, Phil, doing that? I have no idea, but that was amazing. Jamie Foxx. Is that insane? <laughs> I got to listen to it again. It's just great. There are two great people on both sides. I know Harry O. He's a great person. He couldn't vote for me at the time. Now he can vote for me once he gets out. I love Snoop D.O.W.G. Brilliant. Just brilliant. Just, just brilliant indeed. Chad, do you think they're going to come out with something today? I'm like, what do you mean something? I mean, are they going to find something on, on Trump today that they're going to release out? to the world and we're going to find out that it's something dangerous and scary oh my god what do you think releasing this document is potentially dangerous for trump because if it reveals some of the details as to why uh, the justice department felt it was justified and got the judge to agree it was justified uh, to search mar-a-lago uh, it, it could be problematic for Trump. You'll see why uh, they felt that he was potentially uh, breaking up to three uh, federal laws uh, listed oh, in the search God. warrant. Yeah. Or he magically said they were unclassified. And then they were unclassified. And then like, well, you can't do it. There's a set of rules for that. Are they hard? Are they real rules? No. So nobody really knows if those are those rules. He's like, I want them back. I need them back. I need them now. And I need to put them in the place that they deserve to be, which is my Donald Trump McDonald's library. <laughs> Where you'll learn about the history of both my presidency, the greatest 12 years ever. Four years as president, 
four years in timeout, and then four years more. <laughs> oh, he is. Uh, it's the one thing, right? Like you know, the one thing about Trump is it wasn't dull. The bad thing about Trump is, yeah, it's good to be dull once in a while, and that was his big problem. But I tell you what, if 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 you could package the funny up with the ideas. Surround yourself with some people politically who will fight and help get those ideas out there. You got a winner. But that personality is fantastic. It's the best, biggest, biggest personality ever. That's what Jesus told me. It did in, in uh, Chronicles. <laughs> 323 538 at Chad Benson Show, sure, Twitter. Fantastic show. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I have some hilarious. The anger that people have, and like I said, I have some hilarious uh, text messages. And you can always text the program 323-538-2423. People who are angry because I wasn't enthusiastic about said loan forgiveness program. Uh, this one's great. Uh, I love this. Oh, now you're popping off about student loan forgiveness. Where is the energy when it comes to Matt Gates, who took 450000 in PPP loans? Why do we hand out PPP loans? Just curious. Well, because oh, we shut down the country. Yeah, did I, I love it. It's like, well, this guy did this. And uh, yeah, you, you shut down the country. What'd you expect businesses to do? Now, are there people that took advantage of it? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. But come on now. Well, you know, so-and-so took out loans and such and such, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why'd you take out loans? Again, fair questions to ask. I didn't like that you got free money from the government. But they didn't sign something that said, hey, by the way, I agree to pay this money back because, uh, well, you know, I'm going to college and having fun. It's ridiculous. And then he signs it off. Uh, Stop attacking the middle class, you effing a-hole. <laughs> oh, God. The anger that people have. of a lot of those. I just don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. How are, uh, how are people so angry all the time? And how are you so hyper-focused on everything? It's like, hey, I, I disagree with everything that you say, so I'm going to listen to you as much as possible so I can tell you what a POS you are. I appreciate that. I do. I do. I appreciate that uh, big time. Oh, my goodness. It was like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Roland. J.K. Rowling. 
And they said, they're going to, we're going to burn your books. And she's like, you're absolutely right. You should burn my books. Burn all my books. Go out, buy all my books and burn them. Free money is very, very, very exciting for people. I just want to let you guys know that. If you guys were unaware of the free money thing, well, it's very exciting for people. Biden's not finished, though, because remember, he's not even halfway through his his presidency in the first term. If we elect two more senators, we keep the House and Democrats, we're going to get a lot of unfinished business we're going to get done. Folks, look, we'll codify Roe v. Wade. We'll ban, we'll ban assault weapons. We'll protect Social Security and Medicare. We'll pass universal pre-K. We'll restore the child care tax credit. We'll protect voting rights. We'll pass election reform and make no, make sure no one, no one ever has the opportunity to steal an election again. Wait, did you steal an election? <laughs> well, you know what we mean. I know. It's just, does, is, is he, is he, I, I, I have to admit they gave him his vitamin B shot. He was very excited yesterday. He was like, oh, my God, this is great. This is super exciting. Oh, my God, look, I got my vitamin B. Look at all the stuff I've done. Uh, do I think he's going to get through his term? I do. Do I think he's going to run again? I'm still up in the air in that. I don't know if he's going to run again. And uh, I think a lot of people are asking the question of should he run again? And those questions are getting louder when we've talked about the people that we know who are in both camps, by the way, of of Republican and Democrat inside of government, many of which who speak with the president every day, who are, who tell me, no, you know, the the, the noise of of what was going to come after the midterms, that right there was going to be, how should I say this, growing after the midterms because they thought they were going to get thumped. Now, I don't know if, the, like I've said, Republicans and Democrats, would I be surprised between here and now if the Democrats somehow managed to, throughout polling, catch up to, and in some cases, pass Republicans, and then at the same time, the Republicans to screw stuff up, and then the Democrats then trip themselves up, and the Republicans eat across the line? That's a possibility. Is it a possibility that the House is a blowout and that the band, as what they say, not quality candidates, as Mitch called them earlier in the week, don't really do anything and end up losing and the Senate stays where it's at now? That's probably more likely what's going to happen. But we're really not going to know for get a sense of where we think this thing's going for a while, because it's usually a month from now. So you're going to go through Labor Day. So you get all next week's doldrums, right? Just uh, not a lot going on. So I took the week off. Then you hit the ground running, right? So then you hit the ground running. Because now it's time. You've gotten through your primaries. You've now figured out, okay, this is my platform. This is where we're going to run. And we'll touch a bit on that. It was at, we have was it, uh, Vie- uh, Viejo in... Uh, I believe it is Texas. Blake Masters out here in have all redone their website. Things that maybe were very divisive. Uh, one is progressive. One is uber conservative. And both of them have changed their websites to be maybe more centrist. But now you got to find out, okay, who are these candidates for real, especially the unknowns? And can they expand the tent? 
So you're not going to know that for a bit. You're not. And uh, we'll see what happens. But I had heard for quite a while that after this midterm, especially if they got waylaid, you were going to hear a loud rumbling of, no, Joe, no, no, you're too old. We'll see. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. California getting rid of gas cars because, you know, that's awesome. Right? Come on. Let's do it. This is going to be great. It's going to help everybody. The proposed regulations therefore establish new regulatory incentives to improve access to clean transportation options for lower income households and communities most impacted by pollution. And, and then how's that going to happen? Just out of curiosity. How are you going to help lower income families get access to cars that are pretty darn expensive? Because the stuff that you've laid out, at least on the federal level, in the incentives or for, for cars that are going to be manufactured in America, which are going to become more expensive than cars manufactured, or at least a vast majority of it, done elsewhere. Lower income families. Maybe they tend to live in apartments, right? So what does that look like if there's only a finite amount of areas to charge your cars? And let's not forget that there is a, well, an issue when it comes to the grid in California. It doesn't work very well. Not all the time, not consistently, especially during certain times of the year. So what happens when you overload that grid? Well, that's a good question. Are you going to spend the money to fix it? Are you going to be allowed to spend the money to fix it? If you do, what are the environmental impacts on the grid and all of the things and the things surrounding the area that could cause it to then balloon as it tends to do in places like California, where was something was supposed to you know, cost X and now it cost Y and then Z. What happens at that point? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It all sounds great. Who doesn't want clean energy? I like clean energy. But, uh, you know, I look at this here in Arizona and I think people are going to come over here and they're going to purchase cars in Arizona that are used. That's it. So instead of buying electric cars, people will buy used cars, gasoline cars brought in from other states. Ever thought of that? Because that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely it's going to happen. It is. It's going to happen. And why wouldn't it? And then you talk about the the batteries, how dirty those batteries are going to be when you go to eventually... Take the car and dispose of the battery. So, you know, you've had your car for X amount of years and and you need a new battery. Well, you take the battery out or whatever you, you want to get a whole new vehicle. Those batteries are not good for the environment. And while it's exciting that you're not burning up fossil fuels the way you thought, the fossil fuels to build it and to power it. What about that? And now what do we do with it? Oh. Battery failures in electric vehicles are very common. And guess what? These people are not going to honor their battery warranties. They don't honor them now. You can have a battery failure in these electric vehicles that'll cost twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars. Look, we're gonna get there. There's no doubt about that. We're going to get there. The big thing is is 
how we get there, and is it going to be prevalent enough? Is it going to be absolutely a situation where there's not only cars that are available for for people at a price that is decent. Oh, there's a lot of cars out there you can get, but let's be real. Nobody dream if your choice is a Lexus or a Prius, come on. It's Lexus. It totally is. That's all well, that's what I want. We'll get to some of those points at some point in time down the road. But where they're prevalent everywhere. And that's a good thing. But I just look at it and say, how are we going to get there in a real way where it is, you know, affordable for everybody and we have everything ready to roll? Meaning people have access at their homes, their apartments. If you're buying a Lexus, you're putting in an electric charger. It's not a big deal. It's not, right? If if you're forced to go get a car that is... You know, a choice between a used gas car or a new electric car, and you would want the new electric car, but the reality is, is you live in an apartment, there is a finite amount of battery things that they have, or maybe they don't have any. What happens at that point? Are you going to force businesses to put them in everywhere? Or is this just good to talk about? Makes everybody go, you guys are championing for all of us. 323-538-2423 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at us text the program love hearing from all of you EdenPureDeals.com keeping the air fresh and clean oh indeed the best of the best kids that's what I love about Eden Pure Deals you love these incredible there are three small little air filters right? air purifiers you, you just put them in the, the, the wall right so you plug them in they're tiny I, I that's what I love they're out of the way but they eliminate odors. They're so powerful. And the other thing is, I've had ours for a while. There's no filters to change. I'm not endlessly changing filters. You have to worry about any of that stuff. That's what's amazing about these. And they're priced to move. The Oxleaf 2 Thunderstorm, you're going to save automatically $200. You're going to get free shipping by going to EdenPureDeals.com using code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3. The Oxleaf 2 Thunderstorm, the best air purifier around, period, case closed, end of story. Get yours now. Never change the filter again. EdenPureDeals.com. Use code CHAD3. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Hey there, folks. It's David Rush going after the Guinness World Records title for the most balloons inflated in one minute using only the nose. Three, two, one, go. Hey there, folks. It's David Rush here. Boy, does that feel good. 10 balloons inflated in one minute using only my nose. I'm not going to say I got it on my first try because, Jeremy, did I get it on my first try? No! No! Why would you? (laughs) A, do it. B, why would we expect you to get it on your first try? <laughs> it took it took a few tries to get those balloons inflated. I, I only almost fainted once. Um, I had to sit down and I avoided actually fainting, but that was actually blowing up a, a different balloon for my uh, youngest son. Okay. Okay, look at that. It just makes me laugh. 
I sit there and shake my head. I think to myself, there's so many weird, like, if you go in the Guinness Book of World Records, like, this person's got the uh, longest eyebrows, and this person here's the longest earlobe. Like, you, you start watching or reading some of these things. You're like, that's that's a thing, right? Like, so, And then you get the stuff where a lot of people make up stuff that they could that nobody would think about doing right like it's like i'm juggling spoons on a unicycle wearing a red hat and they're like you have set the world record for juggling spoons on a unicycle wearing a red hat congratulations and then they give you a little trophy not a trophy i think they give you a certificate saying that at that time you've uh, set the guinness world record for whatever the hell you want to do it is <laughs> Crazy, crazy. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Here we go on our way to period cramps. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah, let's see. A period cramp simulator. If you're thinking, you know what I haven't done enough of. Period cramp simulation. So they've got one out there. If you'd like one, uh, you can go try it. And then uh, then they shock you or they do something to you. And people laugh. Ah, it's funny. Ah, Chad, why would you bring something? Well, it is World Women's Day, isn't it? That's what I keep hearing. Right today's it's, it's World Women's Equality Day. In 1971, Congress declared August 26th Women's Equality Day to honor the ratification of the 19th Amendment back in 1920, which guaranteed women the right to vote. President Biden issued a proclamation to mark the 102nd anniversary, saying that his administration recognizes the work that remains to ensure everyone can fully participate in democracy and make fundamental choices about their health and bodies. Mr. Biden says that commitment is more important than ever since the Supreme Court court overturned Roe v. Wade. Yeah. And as we know, women aren't allowed to vote, according to that, apparently. And Biden also wanted to remember he marked that day, too, because he was there when they (laughs) ratified the 19th Amendment. I don't think he was. That was a Oh, Chad. So you're saying he's old. He's a smidge old. I think we know that. Not trying to be mean. Just throwing it out there. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. More of those lovely uh, texts to come. Uh, some people tell me I'm an effing this or I'm a horrible human being or a Nazi, which is always fascinating, right? So you, And by the way, I love how you get, so many of you get lumped into being a Nazi because they don't hate someone. Hey, I hate this person because I think he's a Nazi and you don't hate them, so therefore you're a Nazi. Okay. Good conclusion to draw. Talk about that. Plus, how much does it cost to raise a child today? Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It is a gorgeous day, Friday. Got a nice few days off. I'm excited about that. Excited today because of Friday, because four years ago today, I was actually at work at this time. 
because my little one, Charlie, was born in the wee wee hours of the morning, and I came into work, did my show, and went back and uh, passed out uh, with my wife at the hospital. That was back when you could go in the, the room because, you know, the thing that wasn't there yet, COVID. But it was four years ago today, so happy birthday, my little sweetie, uh, who is, uh, I call her Sweevil at times. She's sweet, but there's a tinge of a kind of, uh, you know, shoot kind of evil, do you know what I mean? Well, Chad, that's, you get what I'm like, you know, it's, uh, it's like Loki, like a little bit more mischief than anything else. But I tell you what, it was uh, four years ago, and boy, uh, time flies. You know, you always hear that. Well, it's, uh, you know, when you when you don't have kids, enjoy the moments, enjoy the moments. You're like, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, you enjoy them. You know, like this this summer, Jack was out. Jack's 12. Uh, in a weird way, COVID gave us so much time together because he was in California and school shut down. Well, he could be out here and be a kid, hang out with his sisters, swim, play, have fun. And he did all of those things. And we had such a good time. And he spent, you know, last year, I'd say, Eh, about almost 50-50. He'd come out for a month, and then he'd go home for a month, and he'd come back out for a month, and it, you know, he'd be here for six weeks, and then he would go home for a couple months. And it was, it was, it was really good time to spend together. But you know, this year he came out. He was only out here for about four weeks or so, five weeks, and we went out there one time. We're going to go out again next week, and and you start to realize, okay, he's he's, he's twelve. And he's getting good at hockey, and he's going to be playing in some tourneys. And and as he continues to grow in that, he's probably going to do like I did, where you're going to be hanging out with your friends more, and you're going to be traveling different places with your teams. And 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 you know, you start counting down the the summers and the Christmases, where you realize, oh, while I may have a lot more summers and Christmases. Summers and Christmases with the kids the way it is, it's a different story. And, you know, so I, I'm, I'm cherishing these because I just, it's so awesome. And that's come from me. A guy who didn't have kids until he was 40. Ooh. Chad, you're not a, you don't have kids. I know. I know. We're not going to get into that now. Settle down, everybody. But I did uh, find something interesting about kids, the cost of them. Lo and behold, they're expensive. Back in 2015, the U.S. Department of Agriculture released a report on the costs of raising a child. Now, the Brookings Institution, along with the Wall Street Journal, updated these numbers using recent increases in inflation. What they found was the cost of raising a child for a middle-income family is now over $310,000. That's up from $230,000 just seven years ago. Sorry, I had to pick myself up off the ground. I was like, kidflation! Wow! Yeah, it's expensive. It is. So I have a, uh, I have Jack, and I have my two stepdaughters, and I have my daughter. Uh, it is, uh, it is expensive. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. And you always hear about how expensive it is, man. It's so expensive, but never hear anybody go. But it's, but it's totally. I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. No, no, because you would, because you love. Your kids. You do. 
I mean, you do. You 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 love. Now you're going to get those super liberal like, oh, you know what? I went to college and I thought I wanted to be a mom, but I totally regret having my child. Like you get some of those people, and they'll do like a big expose and you know some magazine or something. It's like, yeah, shut up. That's the dumbest thing in the world. It is. That is the dumbest thing in the world. And you and if you're a parent, you know that you can't like you, you see your kids and you're just like, my God, like that's it's incredible. You don't think about the money, but then when you hear it, you're like, well, that's crazy. But so much of this is yes, day to day stuff. But I tell you what. There's a lot of memories in there. So how do they come to these figures? Well, the need for more rooms is a biggest extra expense, so housing makes up almost a third. Food is next at 18%, followed by childcare and education at 16%, transportation 15%, healthcare miscellaneous and clothing are all under 10%. They crunched these numbers together and estimated what it would cost a middle-income family to raise a child born in 2015. Yeah, so 300 grand. Right. They're, they're, again, they're crunching the numbers, but clothing, food, all of that. That's, you're doing that anyways. OK, so you spend a little bit more. All that. The room things is it's very interesting because if you're moving up and you're purchasing a home and you're adding more rooms, while it is also an expense, it is also an investment. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. There are two bars here, one where inflation remains at a rate of 2.2%, and the, that's, and the smaller one right here is where the annual rate moves to 4% after 2020. You can see the difference. By the time the child is 17, the 4% inflation rate bar has risen to about $25,000 a year. Oh, see, yeah, 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 it does. I mean, let's be real. Inflation hits you even with kids, and you know that because things are more expensive. But, like, okay, I get the home thing. Because if it's just you, right, how many people go out and buy a home? So it's just me. I don't remember buy five bedroom, right? Unless you're just, you're, you're doing so well. You're like, I need a tax write-off. But no, you go out and you expand. So we had to do with, uh, with our little ones. We had to expand. I get that. But I also understand that in doing that, it's not like you're not going to get that back one day when, you know, you're, you're, you're going to sell it or do some, you know, like that, that, that's, that's an investment in you're also enjoying some of that. But you enjoy the times. You enjoy the memories. And those things are priceless. So let's look at some first-year expenses for a middle-income, two-earning family in Arizona. Infant daycare is the largest expense at almost 11000 The couple will also be expected to shell out $2,500 more for insurance premiums and $2,200 for transportation. Food, uh, an extra $1,700. Rent actually is the lowest cost here, and that's an extra 1000 All in, it's about $18,000. These figures do not include college tuition. Yeah, but don't have to worry about that because Biden's got you covered on that. So I think that's very nice, Chad. Again, with the with the mean little jokes, it's expensive. There's no doubt about it. It is. There's no doubt. And by the way, I will tell you, I the 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 money it costs for insurance is for us is insane. It is. It's insane. I just sometimes I think I which one don't we insure <laughs> I don't say that I'm kidding but you spend so much money that's why we always talk about I don't know how the average family does it I don't know how the average family does it it's true I mean it's stuff is so expensive but you know people find a way now is that going to start to you know start to wane here in a bit that's a possibility 
especially if inflation stays up and around here. We're not talking 4%. Here in Phoenix, where he was talking Arizona, we were up at 12.5%. So, but, you know, think about a family of four going to the movies. You know, we talk about that all the time. You take the kids, you get some maybe a snack and some drinks, and by the time you get in, you sit down, you're all in, you're $120, $150 deep. You're like, wow. It is expensive, but the memories. I always go back to the memories are worth it all. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Oh, But Chad, the college thing is is what, I mean, it's, uh, you, you made a joke, but it's so popular. Debt cancellation is wildly popular across this country. Two out of three Americans basically say, yeah, we need to do it. The big argument among those who think there should be debt cancellation is whether you ought to cancel 100% of it or whether you ought to focus more of the energy on those who need the help the most. The Republicans have got nothing here. Yeah, you're right. Right. Debt cancellation is wildly. And I love how she said two out of three. So a third of Americans aren't for it. Who are the third of the Americans? Those suckers who have to pay for it. As you know, I can't get into politics from here, so I have to be very, very careful. I do want to call. I do want to talk through some polling. Uh, so if you look at the targeted student loan forgiveness, uh, that the announcement that you heard from the Department of Education and the president, it's popular amongst American people. Uh, three recent polls show that the president's proposal, the 10,000K uh, forgiven, is supported by majority of Americans. A couple of polls. The Morning Console political poll in June among 2006 uh, registered voters found 51% support for giving $10,000. Oh, wow. Look at that. Here's the thing. The forgiving of the $10,000, I think you got to look at it in so many different ways. We touched on it throughout the show. One is, for a lot of people, they all feel that college is way overpriced. Like this thing, we're spending way too much money here for the college experience. But I bet if you asked those same people... Okay, so you're for because they think forgiving is the government's wiping it away and it just never existed. But that's not it. Right. You know, and how many people didn't go to college? How many people couldn't afford to go to college or went to college, junior college? They piecemealed it together, did everything to try to get out with as little as debt as possible. It took them longer to do that. And while they're doing it right, they're working at a restaurant and a highfalutin restaurant. They're working at a Morton's. And you're telling that guy or gal who's busting the table, hey, good news. You get to pay for our dinner. Huh? Uh, How great is that? (laughs) Wait, I got to clean up the table and I have to pay for your dinner? Yeah. Frustrating. Frustrating. I mean, I think a lot of it, it's the not understanding the ridiculousness of there is no such thing as just wiping it away right just wiping it away it's not like you're going back to the colleges and saying all right we're taking back ten thousand dollars from you that money's spent and we also have to remember you know how much of this is actually for college and how much of it is people take out loans and some of that's their living money right there their their apartments their fun money whatever they're eating money it's so we're, we're not it's not just all about the books. 
and the classes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. When you start to explain it to people, because if it's so wildly popper, why isn't it 100%? It's 100% if I said to you, you don't have to do anything whatsoever, and we're going to wipe your debts away. You're like, yes. That's awesome. Fantastic. But then if I tell you, okay, wiping your debts away means your neighbor is paying for all of your stuff. You would be like, oh, that's a bit awkward. Exactly. It's the, you know, nobody wants to know how the, uh, the sausage is made, right? They like the sausage, tastes great, but I don't really want to know how it's made. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com. Slash Chad. Go get yourself some rough greens. Absolutely free right now. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has said, hey, you tell everybody, free bag of rough greens. Tell them what it's done for your dog Doodle, how it's changed his life. It's made him healthier and happier in his old age. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff in it. You tell them that and tell them, I'm going to give him a bag for free. All I ask they do is cover the cost of shipping. That's it. It's as simple as that. And you know what? You will not be disappointed. It's a two-week jump, st- uh, uh, jump start package. You sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. Don't change anything. You don't have to change your dog's food. All you do is just sprinkle this on top of your dog's food and watch what happens. Get your free bag today, ruffgreens.com slash chad. Ruffgreens.com slash chad. Ruffgreens.com slash chad. At Chad Benson Show, 323 538-2423. That's the text line. Feel free to text. We're going to wrap it up straight ahead. Chad Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. This weekend, you're invited. Come. I would love to. The scary thriller, The Invitation, starring Game of Thrones' Natalie Emanuel, is expected to top the new releases at the box office this weekend, though it's not expected to make much, tracking at less than $10 million on what could be one of the slowest weekends of the year. Also new in theaters, George Miller's Dark Fantasy, 3,000 Years of Longing, and John Boyega's Breaking. Streaming. I get some me time. Me time. Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg star in the comedy Me Time, and Apple TV Plus debuts the final season of Jason Momoa's C. Yeah. It's a kind of a quiet weekend next weekend because the summer's over. We've been telling you guys that summer's over and done. Uh, Kids are back in school. You've got the last kind of three day weekend next weekend. And I'm going to be off all next week, taking time gearing up because I'll have very little time off from or very little even time to, you know, catch my breath uh, through election time. So it is, you know, kind of kind of that like end push uh this next weekend to squeeze in you know a little bit longer days and maybe you know stuff like that but it's just quiet it is yesterday i watched uh the uh the soccer uh welcome to rexham first episode with rob McEnany and and ryan reynolds as they buy the soccer team rexham and uh it was uh it was interesting it was interesting you know, it's funny though. Uh, Rob McInerney said, <laughs> "He goes, I, I, I didn't know anything about soccer." And then one of the writers on the show, always sunny in Philadelphia, he goes, uh, 
he was always watching soccer, you know, in the writer's room and, and when he was on his breaks. And so I kind of got into it. And Wrexham's kind of like Philadelphia, and that's where he's from. And he goes, so the opportunity came, and there was no way, I, you know, I, I, I could turn down. It looks great. He goes, but then I realized, okay, it's expensive. He goes, I have TV money. <laughs> he goes, but what I needed was... I needed superhero movie money. And it was Rob Reynolds. And he goes, and then I realized I also needed mint mobile phone money and alcohol money. Because Rob, he had that the aviation tequila or whatever it was and mint mobile phones, which I think is a lot of that is just him. I mean, it's crazy. So uh, they bought the team. They got the uh, okay to buy the team. But it was very fascinating. And I remember I, I'm like... I have been to that park. <laughs> the league that they play in, I played a vast majority of my, when I did play over there, which is, at the time, it is the lowest rung of professional. And we touched on it yesterday. Not everybody in the league is professional, but there's a lot of the teams are professional. So it was very, uh, it was very fun to watch, though. And they also break down... You know, playing pro soccer is not as glamorous as you think. But at the same time, you're playing a game for a living, which is awesome. And, you know, the guys in the Premier League, which is the biggest, the average person makes about $4 million a year. And then they said, where they play the National Conference, eh, if they're lucky, they make 40000 Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? They hear it professional. And they think automatically, this is it, right? Like you're making the big box, and they see you roll up in like a, a little Toyota with a missing headlight, and you're like, What's, did you steal that? 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, solid fun show, good week. I'm going to get some much-needed r and I'm not going to lie to you guys, tired, ready for it. Got a big birthday this weekend for my little one. Love you, Charlie. You guys have a great one. Be nice to uh, Craig. He's in next week. As always, night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.